I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing right now. I don't know what problems you're having right now. But I do know this. That Jesus is the answer for whatever you're facing right now in your life. Sometimes we, if you're not careful, you'll try to find the answer and other people, and then other things. Jesus says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? Then he says, what can a man give in exchange for his soul? This is why God sent his son, Jesus, to die for the whole world that men could be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus Christ, the one-time sacrifice. For without the shedding of his blood, there would have been no remission for our sins. He came, he died, he rose, he resurrected, he rose on the third day. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. He rose to let the devil know and all of the demons and all of the evil forces, wicked and demonic and lustful demons and witchcraft demons, warlocks, to let them know that he has all power in his hand. And born-again believers have the same power. He said, I've given you, Jesus said, I've given you power to tread upon serpents, to cast out devils, to lay hands on the sick, and they shall be recovered. I've given you power that you can walk in authority. It's only because he came, he bled and died, and he rose again on the third day. So that's what we're celebrating. We could, some call it Easter. It's the resurrection. The resurrection. This is the time that we celebrate all over the world. 
born again Christians. The word Christian means to be Christ-like. All of the world is celebrating this day. Celebrating the triumph of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have victory through his name and through the blood that he shed on Calvary. Demons even flee at the name of Jesus. Demons and devils cannot stand it when born-again believers begin to plead the blood of Jesus. The blood that Jesus shed on Golgotha's hill called the place of skull. When they, when they nailed him to the tree, when they pierced him in his side, nails in his hand, nails in his feet, pierced him in his side, out came blood and water running down Golgotha's hill. Hangs his head. So, bled and he died. Laid him in a tomb. Some folks thought it was all over. But it was the beginning of great things. Great earthquake had taken place. Darkness up on the face of the earth. Somebody says, surely. We don't make a mistake. This, 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 this must be the Son of God. We crucified people before. Hung them on crosses before. Nothing like this has never ever happened to cause the, even the earth to shake. Oh, wow. To mist with the wrong one. I'm going to help somebody today. I'm going to give you a photo. A photo and audio. I'm going to paint you a photo from the audio. Mm -hmm. From the audio. I'm going to bring this thing alive. We have, uh, many have a misconception to what this day means. Many have another misconception. Conception of what really what Christmas means. To have misconception. But today, I guarantee you, you're going to leave out this place. You're going to say in your heart and in your mind, oh, that's what this really means this day. I always thought it was about the bunny rabbits. <laughs> Hopping around. I thought it was about the Easter eggs being colored. I thought it was about the chocolate bunnies and even the white chocolate bunnies. Woo wee. Mm. I thought it was about just everybody just dressing up and just looking good. That's nice. But that's not. That's that's not really what it's about. Yet he 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 wants to dress us up. His own self. Dresses up with love, with joy, with peace, with happiness, long suffering, and gentleness and meekness. The 
That's what we want to put on. Don't let it be the outward man, but let it be the hidden man. All I can tell y'all, I believe it. I believe that he died, that he was buried, and that he rose the third day, and that he is. He's coming back. Oh, yes, he's coming back for a church, and I believe that he is going to get him a church out of a church because everybody talking Jesus ain't going back. Mm. Could be a lot of preachers ain't going back. A lot of pastors ain't going back. A lot of missionaries are not going back. A lot of folks that say they saved in the church but the church ain't in them. They ain't going back. No, I ain't. Mean, I mean, woo, glory. Somebody praying for me. See, this is the day where I guarantee you, this is the day where a lot of the gangsters on this day, the gangsters on this day lay down not all of them but a lot of them lay down their pistols drug dealers on this day refuse to sell any drugs on this day there's some there's some prostitutes they said close the day we're going to church It's Easter. It's Easter. This is the most time that churches is attended is on Easter. Christmas and Easter. You have gangsters, rappers. And what it is, it's a it's a it's a recall from some way, somehow. It's a recall in their mind and recall something happens in their heart. Go back and just think. I remember when mama and grandma daddy used to take me to church when I was little. I'm not running no drugs today, y'all. I'm going to church. And some of them come and get saved. Said I'm through with it. I'm coming home. I know better and I knew better. And I know I had to do better. Hello, somebody. Do you believe? Do you believe it today? Do you believe that God sent his son? Son gave his life. He was buried and he rose again on the third day. If you believe it, look at somebody and say, I believe it. Now, everyone is not going to believe it. You're always going to have some doubters. 
They didn't believe it when way back when Jesus first got up from the grave. Some of the same folks that followed him and walked close to him couldn't believe that he really did get. We heard him talking about it, but I man, somebody must have stole. Let me, let me get let me get let me get let me get, let me, get, let, me, let me slow down. I feel this thing. I feel this. I thank God for each one of you. You could have been. Would you go with me to St. Matthew's? St. Matthew's, the 28th chapter. St. Matthew's, the 28th chapter. And let me just probe just a, just a little bit here. The 28th chapter, verses 1 through 6. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, read it from the King James Version, Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene had, she had seven demons in her. And Jesus Christ cast all seven demons out of her. She became a follower. Jesus Christ. Remember, she had seven evil demonic demons in her and Jesus cast it. The demons out of her mind, out of her body, out of her life. Cast the demons out so she can be cloaked and in her right mind. Can I read on? Somebody said, read on, Pastor. <laughs> Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the suffocate. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and shut up on it. God sent the angels to come down knowing Jesus was in the sepulchre, in the tomb. God sends the angels down to roll the stone away from the tomb. Pilate and them had it guarded. They just knew for sure could nobody get to him. Could nobody move his stone. But when the angels came down, and rolled the stone away. Mm, 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 mm. And set up on it. Ooh. His conscience was like lightning, and his raiment, his clothing was white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake. Those that were guarding the tomb and guarding the body of Jesus. They could not stand the glory, the presence of God upon those angels. And they shook with fear and they was astonished and stood and looked like dead men. We've never seen nothing like this before. There's been other people laid in tombs and we never ever had anything like this to happen before. It got their attention. Sometimes we need some things to happen.
good or bad, sometimes they happen to get our attention. Oh, you may not agree with that. Good things that get your attention and bad things can happen to get our attention. Hello, somebody. Yes. Y'all praying for me? Mm -hmm. Watch this. And for fear of, of him to keep us, did shake and become as dead men. And five says, and the angels answered and said unto the woman, fear not, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. I know you're looking for Jesus, which was crucified. He is six. He is not here. He's not here. For he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord laid. Take a look for yourself. He is not here. He's not in the tomb. He has risen, just like he said. Is this the word? He's risen. He is not here. What you have is an empty tomb. Ooh, but he is not here. Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. St. John 20, verses 10 through 16. So you've seen the empty tomb, but Jesus wasn't there. He's gone. He got up. Whoo! Glory to God. St. John 20. And he says in verse 10. Then the disciples went away again into their own house. But Mary stood without at the sepulcher, weeping. Mary Magdalene, weeping, crying, grieving. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher and see two angels in white setting the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain had lain catch that had lain but not there now so he has the angels John puts it this way, shutting at, at where his feet was. Not an angel, shutting where his head was. Take a look, Mary. Woo. He's not here. here is, Jesus is not here, but we are here to, to, to witness. God never, ever leaves himself without a witness. Oh, glory to God. I just wonder if you're a witness for the Lord today. Hmm. Verse 13, and they say unto her, they said unto her, woman, why weep? Why are you crying? She said, da, 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 da. she said unto them, because they have taken away my Lord. Do you think somebody stole Jesus from the tomb? Hello. Think somebody stole his body mm -mm -mm. from the tomb. 
Mm. I, I, they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid. I, I don't know where they laid him, but I do know that he's, he's not here. But what I don't know is where is he? Ooh. Oh, my God. Mm. And when she has thus said, she turned, when she got through speaking, she turned herself back and saw, turned around and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was even Jesus. Believe it, Jesus having the glorified body now. Look just a little bit. We're all going to have glorified bodies someday that have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Did you Jesus says in 15, Jesus says unto her, Woman, why weep with why, why are you crying? Why are you crying, woman? Why are you crying, Mary? It's all right. It's okay. I'm alive. Ooh, nobody stole me. I'm fine. I'm okay. Did nobody take me out of here? I was resurrected by the power of God. Ooh, resurrection power quicken my body. Ooh, she's stooping him to be, she's supposing her, him to be the gardener. Said unto him, Sir, <laughs> Sir, if I have born him, hence, if you have taken away from here, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Tell me where you put the body, and I'll make arrangements to get it. I, I, I want to go get him. We, I want to get Jesus. What's going on here? Mary Magdalene, you read on down, you'll find in the study where, on back up the where the disciples, they wasn't as, looked like they wasn't as tight, close-knit with Jesus in this situation as the women, as Mary. Hello, somebody. Mary stuck around. Disciples took off. Mary staying there weeping and crying. Wonder what in the world is he at? Wonder where is his body? And Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, which meaning rabbi, which is to say master. And she recognized him. She recognized his voice. Said, it is you. She wanted to grab on him. She wanted to hook. He said, no, not right now. I haven't been back to the Father. Hello, somebody. So now you see what Jesus had appeared to Mary. You've you seen the empty tomb. Then you've seen Jesus did get up because he appeared unto Mary. And Mary did see him. Hello, somebody. Mm. Paul had to help the church in Corinth concerning the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of the dead in Christ. 
There in Corinth, they were, some of them were saying that once you die, that's it, that there's no resurrection. They were teaching false doctrine and teaching heresy. Paul had already had preached and told this church that Jesus Christ did die. That Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead. Already had told them. Then yet somebody told them, no, it ain't so. Once you did, you did. Then if you do come back, you're coming back, uh, you're coming back as a horse. You're going to come back as an eagle. Some say, I'm coming back as a, as a scorpion. Hello. Now, all these things, they say they're going to come back. Reincarnation. God Almighty, I'm looking for the Lord to rapture us up out of here. Can you tell the Lord, thank you. In 1 Corinthians, let me lay my little foundation. In 1 Corinthians, the 15th verse. 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verses 1 through 4. Paul talks to this church. says, see, I have a problem here. I see I have a serious situation. I see I got some folks that believe, and I have some folks that are doubting. I have some folks that held on to what I've taught them. Then I have some folks now that have been persuaded in another way. Isn't that what people do? You believe, you believe this, you believe what the Lord says? I don't believe that. I believe in Buddha. I believe in Mohammed. But tell you what, now they, they still laying where they were when they did. They ain't up, they ain't got up. If you don't believe that, you can't be saved. No other name whereby men can be saved, but only through Jesus Christ. Muslims, get mad at me if you want to. I believe this book. No other way to be saved. No other name you can get saved by but the name of Jesus. Hello, somebody. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. Come on, say somebody. Somebody say the gospel. Just what I declare. The gospel. I declare unto you the gospel which I have preached unto you, which I saw you had received and wherein you stand. Don't you waver. You stand on what I've taught you. You keep it in your heart and your mind and your soul and in your spirit. Jesus, hallelujah, did die. And Jesus did get up from the grave. And Jesus is coming back. But which I saw you, you are saved if you keep the memory. What I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, I, I preached unto you the first of all, that which I have also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture. What did he die for? For our what did he do? What did Jesus die for? For what? For our according to what? According to what? The scripture. The scripture. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day, again, according to the what? He rose again the third day, according to the what? You better have some scripture. Scripture, you better have some word. 
You better know this word. No, there ain't no guessing. You need to know that you're saved. You need to know that Jesus is Lord. You need to know that it has all power. You need to know that it's King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Won't somebody say amen? Yeah, he wanted to get to church. He wanted to get them straight. You guys ain't got no business acting like this. I want y'all to know it did happen. I want y'all to know that he did get up. I want y'all to know he didn't leave himself without a witness. Can somebody say amen? Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's see what Paul says concerning the resurrection of the dead in Christ, of the believers. Got to hold on. Let's look at the 12 through 19, 1 Corinthians 15, chapter verses 12 through 19. Paul speaks, and he says, he says, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection? When I've been preaching all this time and telling you that Christ did rise up from the dead, but yet some of y'all saying that there is no resurrection resurrection some people today still believe that there is no resurrection but i have news for you that jesus did die and that he did get up from the grave can somebody say amen and but paul says that uh, but if there be no resurrection of the dead then is Christ not a reason? If there's no resurrection from the dead, and then Christ didn't get up. But we know that Christ did get up. Somebody said, show me some proof, Reverend. Well, the proof, the proof that I have right here is that I received him for myself one day, and he changed my life. I don't want to get ahead of myself. He, he gave me a new walk and, and gave me a, a new talk. He gave me a whole brand new wardrobe and gave me a brand new song. Took away the blues and gave me a song called Victory. Let me get back to my scripture. Thank but if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not risen. And if Christ has not risen, then uh, I have some news for you. If Christ has not risen, then is our preaching in vain. And your faith also is in vain. And in other words, if Christ has not risen, then uh, I got to read some more, but uh, let's shut the church down if he didn't get up. Let's don't sing no more songs and we're wasting our time trying to preach another message if he did not get up. But I know that he did get up. Can you say, yes, Lord? 
Say yes. So I see here. He says, yay, in verse 15, and we all found false witnesses. I mean, all this time, if you didn't get up, means I'm a liar and all the preachers and everybody been talking about Jesus. Say, so we all are liars. And then we all are lost then. But I believe that he did get up. I believe that he has all power in his hands. I believe that he's given us power over the devil. I believe that I am an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the words of my testimony. Can you say yes? I know the word of God is right and somebody is wrong. Can you say yes? Say yes. For if the dead is not risen, if they didn't rise up, then is not Christ raised his own self. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. You are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep, which are dead in Christ. Good God Almighty. They are perished too. There's no hope then from the grave. They're lost too. But how many know that I believe that Jesus he did get up with all power in his hand. And Paul says if in this life only we have hope in Christ. We are all men most miserable. Can you say yes Lord. And I look here in the word of God. I want to let you know that Paul speaks again in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 through 18. As I get ready to come on home, Paul here wants to encourage every born again believer, every baptized, blood washed believer, everyone that has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. That once we die, hallelujah, this won't be the end. Hallelujah. Once we die, there's a place called a heaven. One of these old days, it won't be long. I believe the Lord is on his way back. Can you say yes? But I would not have you to be ignorant or step of faith. I'm excuse me, brethren. I wouldn't have you to be ignorant whatsoever. Paul says to the Thessalonian church, I don't want y'all to be ignorant. I don't want y'all to think that just because those that are dead, then because you are living, you have a greater advantage on those that are dead. But I want to let you know that even those that are dead in Christ, hallelujah, they shall be resurrected all on that day. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Let me give you some scripture here. That ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also, which are asleep in Christ, which are dead in the grave sleeping, will, 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 will God bring with him. Say yes. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep in the grave which are dead and when he comes back 
dead or alive. We're going to be able to go back with Jesus because we've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. We've been redeemed. Say yes. Yes. And this is the victory that we have and the hope that we have. If you let me preach just a little bit, Give me about three, four more cogent minutes. Let me preach this a little bit here. But, 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 but look at here. Look at here. The people that was dead in the grave. You got a mama that died that loved the Lord. She dead in the grave. Lost children dead in the grave. Grandma, grandpa, kinfolks, loved ones, relatives that done die. Is the hope. Is the victory. It's not over there. That's not the end. They love Jesus. The Bible tells me me here that the, the lost come back and send a man. Angels they sound the trumpet and at the sound of the trump the dead in Christ in other words those that have died in the Lord and even others that are alive but the dead in Christ shall rise first yeah Lord and then we that are yet remain shall be called up I don't know about you, but I want to be called up to meet the Lord. Some folks get mad at me if you want to, but I got to tell you the truth because I love you. But some folks are caught up in other stuff, caught up in the wrong stuff. But I want to be called up to meet him in the air. Do I have a witness in the house? I want to be caught up to meet the Lord in, a, in the air. Say yes. And Paul talks on them and go on down here. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So I want to let you know that on this day that I do believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that God raised up his son Jesus so that mankind every man and woman that believe boy, girl old, young rich, or poor regardless of the nationality hallelujah, you can be saved don't have to die and go and spend eternity in a flaming pit in a place called a hell because there is a place that is called hell where there is eternal punishment and flames say yes I believe it there was a rich man in the Bible and the rich man he died. Lazarus was a poor beggar. And the rich man wouldn't even give Lazarus the crumbs that fell from his table. But the dogs came and they licked the sores of Lazarus. But then one day, I just believe it, that, 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 that rich man, he died and he went to hell. He died and he went to hell. Say yes. He was down there in the hell. Yes. And the boy beggar was in the bosom. A hallelujah of Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and he was buried. Give me the next verse, if you would be so kind. And, and can you read it? And in uh, and in uh, 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 hell, in hell, go on and say it, in hell, 
the rich man lifted up his eyes. Being in what? Lifted up his eyes and being in what? Do you believe it? And seeth Abraham a fall and Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. Mm, Lord. Whoa. Who's feeling the best about right now? And he cried. He cried. The rich man cried. Oh, what a turn of the tables. Oh, my goodness. No, you didn't. Yeah, and he cried. And he says, Father Abraham. Oh, it's Father Abraham now. Have mercy on me and send Lazarus. Oh, you, 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 you want Lazarus to come now and you wouldn't even give him crumbs that fell from the table. Oh, what a turnaround. And that he may dip the tip of his finger in the water and cool my and I am tormented in Next verse. I got to get out of here. But Abraham said, Son, remember thou that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. You remember how you was all laid back and you called servants and you know you had this and you had that and people waited on your hands and feet and you got a water, they brought you this. Yeah, women dancing all around you. You had all this stuff and the world told you, hey dog, you got it going on. I got young people in the house. Uh-huh. And there was Lazarus, had evil things. Remember how you treated Lazarus? Huh? Now he's coming back. Remember how you treated Lazarus? Oh, oh, let's recall. But now he is what? Comforted. And thou what? Tormented. No, it's right. And besides all this between us and you, there's a great gulf fixed. Yeah. Can't get over there. So that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us. That would come from there. Next verse. Next verse. For I have, for I have family. I have five brothers that he may testify unto them. I want, I want, would you be so kind to send poor man Lazarus back to testify <laughs> tell my brother about it really ain't no party down here it really is it's bad I mean ain't no ain't no Jack Daniels <laughs> ain't nobody talking with me huh and, and, and testify to them at least they also come into this place of torment and Abraham said it to him they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. Hello. People ain't listening today. Some people sitting here while I'm preaching. They ain't going to nothing. They ain't going to help me. I ain't worried about it. I know I'm going to keep my stuff, do what I do. I'm going to do my jig and the wig. Ain't nobody talking to me. Huh? But I believe the book. I believe the Bible. There is a heaven and there is a hell. And they both start with ace. But which one are you going with? Next verse. 
And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they would repent. What if somebody come back from the dead and go tell my brothers? Because I don't want them coming down here. That is the wrong place to hold a family reunion. Right, can you say with me? That's the wrong place to hold a family reunion. When I hold a family reunion, I want to hold mine up. I want to be up. I want to walk on the streets to pave with gold. Yeah, I, I, I want to be able to walk through the pearly gates. Hello, I want to be where there'll never be no more crying, no more pain, no more suffering, no more sorrows. It'll always be, always be hotty hotty and never goodbye. Neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. I want everybody in this place today, I want you to be, I want you to be very sure that you, that you're connected to the source. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back for a people that are ready because of him. A people that received him in their lives and said, not only do I want to receive you in my life, but I want to follow you. And I want to be a disciple of Christ. A disciple is one that follows one's teaching. And you say, use the term that Christian, then that means that we are to be Christ-like. Okay. So when you're saved and give your life to Christ, he gives us an anointing. And what the anointing does, he's anointed himself. 1 John 4 and 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Talking about the devil, the evil, that are in the world. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So the Lord has given us power through his name, power through the blood, power through the word. We have power. We've been redeemed. So this is why people cannot, they're trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening. I can't break away. can't seem to quit it. I say I'm going to stop it and I go back and do it again. I say this is the last time and I'm doing it again. I say I'm done and I pick it back up. I say just one more time and it's 50 more times. But if we can get Christ in our life and really be born again, repent of our sins, ask the Lord to forgive us. Repentance means godly sorrow, means to turn from it. Work is true repentance. So I'm not going back no more. Give me power to where that I don't have to be a slave to that thing. Hello, somebody. Can I talk to you? Give me power. Give me power. Where that? Where that I can walk in authority. I don't know about you, but I talk to people and they say, Rev, they call me Rev. They call me Rev and I rev back. Yeah. I ain't ready yet. I'm too young. I want to have my fun. 
I ain't, I, you know, I, I, I got God. I believe, I believe God. I believe there's a God. You mean him got this special relationship? It ain't all that special. You ain't got no, you ain't got no peace. You ain't got no joy. And you're in bondage. And you got stuff that's controlling your life. You got stuff that you don't want happening in your life. Stuff that's taking over. Addictions that takes over. Strongholds that's in your mind. Strongholds that put you somewhere and hold you. That's the grip of Satan. But if you can get saved, if you truly give your life to Christ, if you truly mean business, you can walk in victory. You no longer have to be a slave to sin, a slave to the devil. That's why Jesus came. He came to destroy the works of the devil. You've been listening to Elder R.J. Thornton, founder and pastor of Step of Faith Ministries. We invite you to be our guest at 1414 Rangeline Street, Suite H. From I-70, take exit 127 South and take the first left into the plaza. Our Sunday school begins at 9 a.m., morning worship at 10 a.m., evangelistic services at 7 p.m., on Wednesday, our biblical studies begin at 7 p.m. If you would like to write us, write Step of Faith Ministries, P.O. Box 82, Columbia, Missouri, 65205. Our email address is mystepoffaith at aol.com. Or you may call us at 573-424-8149. Please stop and visit our website at www.mystepoffaith.org. And remember, dare to do the right thing.